cannot minimize zoom while recording this meeting. Ah, come yeah. on, why not? <laughs> you can't uh, look at your browser uh, or minimize. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, welcome to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> My buttery voice. Are we going to do this the whole time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> welcome. This is this is what we binge with uh with buttery raff and uh buttery <laughs> with butter raff and smooth actually mic. i should i should uh, use olive oil because i'm uh, lactose intolerant oh my god <laughs> i hope they don't i hope they don't skip these first five minutes at the same time <laughs> if these first five minutes have the longest retention rate like i'm, I'm worried about you all eight of you in san jose <laughs> i'm not worried i'm actually excited about how how much you love my buttery voice when buttery i voice i uh, announced that uh, you know what we're, we're talking about uh, he's all that. Yeah. Who's he? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> Smooth like butter. Smooth. We're talking about. Uh, I'm never going to give you up. I don't know. Yeah. You're very I'm never 70s right give you up. And uh, we're, we're talking about that movie that's a remake of another movie that uh, we, we all wanted to hate. I wanted to hate this movie, but I, yep. I actually liked it. And uh, that's why I'm using my buttery voice because I'm I'm still in shock. <laughs> so this is not your butter voice. This is your. Why was this, this movie my... actually kind of good? Yes. <laughs> oh man. So it was actually pretty good. I mean, for for what it is. I mean, for for yeah. a teenage love story. This is why you have to walk into movies with no expectations. I think that's the good thing about nowadays yes. is that like movies don't have like super long marketing strategies or marketing like campaigns anymore. So you, you can walk yeah. into movies with like low just expectations show up on, now. on Netflix and yeah. I just yeah, show up on Netflix and then people are going to watch it. Yep. <laughs> so, so butter raff. What is this? So, yes. All right. All right. Get, get, okay. Get the butter out of your voice. Okay. We got, we got, <laughs> I'm freaking out you here. out. Am I, am, am I freaking yeah, you right out? Right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, we record this podcast on Zoom, <laughs> and we had to turn the video off so that we save data. So yes. I'm literally just listening to Raf um, soothe me <laughs> to sleep. This is the ASMR buttery voice. Uh, yeah, uh, let, let's. Uh, I'm gonna switch to my uh, nerdy voice. <laughs> uh, but uh, Flavin, Flavin. What's the movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the movie is. <laughs> He's all that, uh, starring like the uh, Johnny Lawrence's son from Cobra Kai. Yeah, can't remember what his name is, and uh, an actress called Addison Ray, who's the main character. I think this is and, her first movie because she's one of those influencers yeah, so. that got big from just like stealing dances from like social media, mm. and like she <laughs> did it, and then like it got big, and then she ended up on Tonight Show. So. You know, right. it's it's weird because it's kind of like this movie kind of criticizes like the ecosystem that she's yeah. kind of a part Influ of. Yeah, the influencer yeah. economy of yeah. just like, I mean, I, I love the way they start the movie. And I, I know I shouldn't use strong words like love, but uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it really shows the underside of, you know, picture perfect 
you know, photoshopped influencers yeah. where she's like, she wakes up early, she does her whole, you know, skincare makeup routine. And yeah. then she picks up her phone and acts like she just woke up. I was like, oh, oh, I look so beautiful when I wake up. And yeah, but uh, it, it didn't do it in like a snarky way though. Cause like, yeah, they, they were able to like, more of in a, you know, business as usual yeah. kind of way. Yeah. But they, they were able to like insert like influencer culture because uh like i feel like it's like too late already to have that like idiocracy almost like south park tone about it of mm -hmm. that's like being really snarky about social media but it's also like you can't like you know act like it's like this good thing that's just like good for everybody it's like mm -hmm. we're, we're getting to a point where like movies can organically just show it as a part of life and yeah. like i think that's what Okay, so I'll start off with this for, for He's All That, is that it yes. was directed by Mark Waters, and he actually did, like, good teen movies back in the 2000s when he did, like, Freaky Friday and Mean Girls, which is still, like, I don't know, it, it's, like, a classic beyond, like, I, I didn't think it would be this much of a classic, but it's, like, it really, like, I thought it was just kind of going to always be, like, this movie that, you know, I could quote, but... <laughs> It, it, I don't know. No, they, I, I think that's what made this movie good is that they brought in like actual heavyweights and kind of like that kind of genre. And like, yeah, they didn't need to call this movie He's All That as a reference to She's All That because it's pretty far removed enough that you could have titled it something different and like just had references here and there to it. But like, yeah, like back in the 2000s, movies did this all the time. Like She's the Man was a take on just one of the guys from the 80s and um, Love Don't Cost a Thing from the 2000s. That was a take on uh, Can't Buy Me Love. So this is just like a late, the latest version of doing that. But mm -hmm. a lot of movies tend to come from like the same source material, which tends to be like a Greek tragedy or something or like a Shakespeare play. <laughs> Cause like, yeah, this was based on my fair lady, which was based on something else. So it's like, uh, and yeah. you really didn't need to like be really explicit that this is a remake oh. of she's all that just cause it was like pretty you know the original name of uh, my fair lady was, or like the, the book slash play it's based off of. Bazang. It was. Uh, no, it's called it, it's Pygmalion. Pygmalion. There you go. That sounds like something from hereditary. <laughs> yeah, that... well, I mean, okay, so uh, j just, uh, uh, you know, like the, the, they did get the original writer of She's All That, uh, some guy called like Arlie Fleming Jr. Oh. So like, uh, he essentially rewrote the same movie with, yeah. you know, gender swapped and, uh, you know, changed the story a bit. And yeah. they do bring back some of the original, like two of the original actors that I know of, because I yeah. guess like Freddie Prince Jr. was, you know, too much of an ask. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> he's busy uh, doing WWE somewhere. Yeah. He, he's busy voicing Star Wars characters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, but they got uh, the, the mother who's a nurse and he's all that is the, uh, you know, I guess the, uh, you know, fair lady or my fair lady character, and she's all that. The one yeah. who gets a makeover, Rachel Lee Cook, and yeah. uh, Matthew Lillard, which I always have a hard time pronouncing his name for some reason, is is back, uh, and he's the principal. Yeah, of, uh, of the school. Yeah, and uh, he he does do kind of snarky ish comments about 
uh, teenagers, you know, when he's giving out the, it's like, well, we're all here and uh, let's just get it, this over with. And yeah. because you guys seem to think it's important for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the, I, I like that. Like he had a long time, whatever. He had a long time on stage having this like banter with Jordan Van, like the douchebag of the movie, mm-hmm. because in the original of She's All That, Matthew Lillard was that character. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like he's in my head, I like to imagine it as like he's just old and over it now. So when he sees a younger version of himself, he's like, Get the fuck out of here. No, we're not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, just in terms of the story, uh, so like Addison Ray, she's this influencer who has a, a mega meltdown because her douchey boyfriend cheats on her live on Instagram. Yeah. And she has a meltdown and like she has like snot coming out of her nose or something. And then they call her bubble, bubble girl because she has a bubble of snot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I actually think is at the beginning, I, w- I really wanted to hate this movie. So I was really not really paying a lot of attention. And then I was like, bubble girl, where, where did that come from? So I had to, you know, rewind and be like, oh, right. Snot came out of her nose. And, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah. But, you know, the, there are already signs that her friend uh, who was holding the camera at the time or the phone, she was yeah. up to something. She was up to something, that traitorous <laughs> teenage girl who actually looks like an adult, but, like, they're all adults, actually. They're all, that's how teen movies work. They're all, like, yeah, in their 20s. Yeah, they're, they're but it's weird like because the actress that played, like, the bad girl, she was um, the Rock's daughter in um, The Game Plan, and she was in this show called Corey in the House when she was like the mischievous little girl. So it's like you, I still see that in my head <laughs> just because I was a Disney Channel fan. So it's like that. And then all of a sudden she's like somebody in like her mid twenties or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. That's a huge jump. <laughs> she's, she's trying to branch out, you know, all these Disney actresses, uh, you know, child actresses, teenage actresses, like they always act out in some way, but this is like, let's say the, the least explosive uh, yeah. <laughs> way for her to act out is just, just be the villain in a movie <laughs> about it. teenagers and prom queens. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, she's not hanging off a wrecking ball or, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like Disney channel or like Nickelodeon stars or anything have to like announce that they're growing up anymore. Cause that was yeah. the thing with like Miley Cyrus and like a lot before her, it was like, if you're a child star, like Lindsay Lohan, it's like, you almost had to like, it felt like from an outside perspective that you were announcing that you were grown up by like mm-hmm. ending up in the tabloids and stuff. But more often than not, like, a lot of these like Disney Channel stars just kind of like just transition into like the next movie or to like the next thing and they just keep going. Like, yeah, what, there was uh, somebody from Disney Channel that's like playing like a serial killer, I think. I don't think it was Ted Bundy, it was like something else. But Zach Efron ended up playing Ted Bundy in a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he played Ted Bundy in that uh, not so well received movie, but I haven't seen it. But apparently, it's it's what's it called? It's like. Oh my god whatever it was like uh, an but, extremely something something yeah yeah wasn't it on netflix yeah it was on netflix i don't know if it's still there though yeah but i think uh i yeah i don't know like i i i think more people most people saw the documentary that kind of came out almost at the same time with the ted buddy tapes oh yeah on netflix but and then it was like the, the movie was sort of like an afterthought because like everyone saw the real guy and then you saw Zach Efron. It's like, come on, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I 
yeah hey this this was uh here here were the uh first few sentences i wrote and my notes for he's all that mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I wanted took notes this week <laughs> yeah i wanted to make sure you guys knew my genuine reaction <laughs> first 10 minutes fuck i like this movie so far pretty realistic about faking it to making it aspect of everything and the next mm-hmm. one i didn't think a nurse family made you poor <laughs> like, i mean the mom's a nurse but i mean like maybe in california but it's like maybe she got, like picked on for like i guess like being poor or whatever but i'm like compare let's say like the house is like i mean come on like she she doesn't um i mean compare the the building where uh paget uh you know I was kind of confused by the names. Like there were names I've never heard before, like Paget, Alden, yeah. things like that. I never heard names like that, but maybe she, that, that, that sounds like a lot of this country. Lore. But uh, <laughs> no, that, that sounds like a lot of like what the kinds of names that like parents are playing around with now. Like especially yeah. in Hawaii, it's very like it's not like new agey hipstery names, but it's very like I don't know. Like for for boys you hear a lot of a in kind of names like Kaden, mason kind of names but then like alden i don't know there's there's i don't know how to describe it, but there's like a cadence to like these new names coming out now where it's like it sounds mm-hmm. regular but it's like names you don't usually hear i don't know yeah 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 so i mean i, I was saying like okay it's so like they're she's they're they're passing her off as being poor yeah. Uh she she seems more like middle class, I would say. Maybe yeah. lower middle class at, yeah. at worst. Uh and then she's acting like she has like uh you know she lives in in a high-end loft in some building somewhere in, mm-hmm. in LA. Um yeah, I I mean it's sort of like they don't seem no one seems that poor in this movie to to be honest with you. So it's sort of like it's between being super rich and like lower middle class, I would say. Yeah. And, and uh, which, you know, if you're going to high school in Los Angeles, apparently, uh, you know, that's, that's like, oh my God. Yeah. She lives in a house instead yeah. of a luxury apartment. I feel like in terms of like realism, I always, <laughs> for, in terms of realism, I always kind of give a pass to like coming of age movies. Maybe it's because I have mm-hmm. a weakness for them, but like yeah. when talking about like the class structure or this and that, yeah. it's like in my head, coming of age movies are always supposed to be like, even when you deal with heavy subject matter, it's supposed mm-hmm. to kind of like have a little bit of lightness to it. And it's like, it always feels like it's supposed to be like, feel relatable and real, but like slightly removed. Like how American Pie was like, one of the first things I saw that treated sex as like this natural thing. And then everyone's like curious and talking about it. And then all of a sudden he fucks a pie. It's like, that's supposed to be like, (laughs) that's usually kind of like the pattern of these kinds of things. Well, the thing is, it's like, I mean, yeah, I, I, I know I'm nitpicking, but, um, you know, I think they, they sort I like the way they address the, you know, class divide, I guess, like, because, uh, the, the villain of the movie says like, I know you don't live there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then her friend, uh, who's like, I guess they're like three girls who are friends and like one's, a, one's, uh, the main character, one's the, the bitch. And the other one is the friend who's actually pure of heart. 
yeah. uh, who like I knew, but I didn't care, you know, yeah. and they're like, you know, big, I mean, maybe it's because I'm older and I'm like big deal. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's sort of like, I guess it's, it's some of the things that seem to count when you're a teenager in a certain high school, I guess, where it's like, oh, well, I want to be with the rich girl. So I want to act like I'm rich and, yeah. and uh, I want them to think that I'm rich that way they accept me and, and their, um, you know, uh, squad. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I, I like that. Like they're not like this black and white. Here's the mean girls. Yeah. Here's the nice and da da da. It's yeah. like, it's well, like, you, cause you like realistic, it, right? Yeah. yeah cause like bad. realistically, if you find that like popular teenage group of girls, you're going to have like one that, you know, really nice, but that's just who they get along with. You have one yeah. that's like, you know, trying to stay in control and all of that and stuff. But like, I related a lot more to the main guy, the Bobby Lawrence, John Lawrence kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's his name? Um, um, oh my God. Wait, I, I have the Wikipedia yeah. Cameron uh, played Cameroon. by Tanner Buchanan, an antisocial Tanner writer who Buchanan. likes to take photographs. That is such Tanner a like Buchanan. teen pop idol name. Tanner Buchanan. Let's see, uh, you know, if he changes his name when he turns 40, you know, to... Yeah. Tan Buchanan, Tan Buchanan, <laughs> Tan Buchanan, that, Tan Cannon, Tan Can because he's Buchanan. I don't know, but uh, yeah, so he's an antisocial rebel who, uh, you know, I, I think he he's sort of a guy who, at first, I didn't feel like he needed that much of a big makeover. I think he he doesn't really have a big makeover. They just give him a haircut put a suit yeah. on him well it's like fine. for the purpose of the right? the gatsby themed party that they go to that's yeah. how why they make him look better but like mm. i noticed that like from the beginning how he looked that if this movie came out in the 90s that would have been that was the look right that that would have been the hot guy he would have just stayed that's like that the, the entire nirvana time. the james you know, franco look the james franco heath ledger uh, and 10 things i hate about you kind of look. you know that's like the seattle rocker look you know like flannel long hair yeah uh you know uh kurt cobain look yeah and and uh yeah i guess like he he's just stuck in the 90s like like portland uh yeah but uh <laughs> it, he seems like the <laughs> kind of guy show. Yeah. He, he reminded me how like because like like i went to high school more in like the late 2000s and stuff and there were people that didn't grow up with like a lot of 90s stuff that were really in the moment of the pop culture that was in then and stuff but like I really looked up to like American beauty, like how there's that guy that's like, oh my God, the plastic bag in the wind is, has so much meaning, you know, like those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like the, or like the, the plastic guys. Plastic bag has so much meaning. <laughs> yeah. Or like the, I, the yeah. person taking pictures because it's like life is, has to be real. And I, I, uh, I, I like that that tradition is getting like passed on. He's basically a male yeah. Daria. So it was like, <laughs> kind of, yeah, kind of. Right. I mean, and he's always like, he hates everything and, and uh, he takes pictures of trash cans and shit, but yeah. he, he does take good pictures. I, at first I thought like, why is like, he's probably not that, you know, I mean, for the sake of the story, of course, he's a great photographer. Uh, yeah. But I was like, he's taking pictures of trash cans. Like, I hope it's like super, uh, I can't remember what he was taking a picture of, 
but yeah. then <clears throat> you can tell that there's a sort of rivalry between uh, Cameron and the uh, oh my god my voice is going and Paget's ex who's a wannabe Logan Paul rapper type uh, <laughs> Jordan Van something JB. Jordan Van Dranen no. Paget's boyfriend who is a hip hop artist if you can call that uh, he's basically him, like he's uh, a take on like Jake Paul and all like he's a hack that's that's what I'm gonna say. You know what's weird? He's almost like a take on what like Addison Rae, like the main actress, like kind of got famous for. It's kind of like a take on that. So it's like, I don't think it was a sneak diss or anything, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. But at the same time, Addison Rae is also a Disney Channel actor, apparently. He is. uh, And Girl Meets World. Oh wait! Oh, I remember. Lucas Fryer. He was like the love interest guy, right? I guess. Thing is, I'm just reading the Wikipedia. I I am I have never been a huge Disney Channel guy because you don't get the Disney Channel in Europe. But um, it, it's uh, uh, and also this seems a bit more like in the last maybe ten years, yeah, you know, like the 2010s. Because yeah. like one thing that also kind of freaked that one thing that freaked me out about the actors in this movie is that especially like i guess like addison ray's like she's 20 she was born in the year 2000 which makes me feel incredibly old but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it's weird because like what it is this is the I'm first like, time like when they look back on stuff born at that time yeah exactly what they used to look like exactly and then when they're like <laughs> when when the two girls are seeing um the boy's mind on stage and they're singing a flat yeah. it's like that it kind of hits me that like for the first time I'm seeing people look back on the things I casually grow, mm-hmm. grow, grow up as. Cause like yeah. when I was younger, I tried to figure out what was popular from like decades before I was really into like nostalgia and on TV it was, they were always talking about like the same hip hop artists or like these like indie alternative bands here and there, or like people that were big, like, like Pearl Jam and stuff. So I would try to like, kind of like relate to that. And yeah. I always kind of wondered what would catch on from the stuff I casually grew up with. And it's just, it's just interesting seeing like, it's like them singing Brandy, the boy is mine on stage was like, if I watched a movie from the two thousands and they're singing like, don't stop believing out of nowhere. Cause to me, don't stop believing was always an older song, but it was like the boy is mine. I remember specifically like hearing that song at certain moments when it was new. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's I'm, and I'm getting a cat a kick out of just seeing, like, I don't, I don't know, just like seeing the internet and all of this like newer stuff that like we shit on and stuff, kind of like treated a bit more organically. Mm-hmm. It's it, it took a while, but as at least it's not like the emoji movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> the most forced shit of all time. Well, if you if you can force Patrick Stewart to voice the poop emoji, yeah, uh, I guess I think that's the one thing I give props uh, to the makers of that movie is convincing Patrick Stewart to voice the poop emoji. Yeah, it was quite a feat. Uh, but otherwise, the rest was pretty shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, pretty shit. Hey, no, I'm it was sorry. pretty shit. Yeah, it, it was pretty poopy. It was, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Poop has been a, a topic today. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
listeners have no idea what we're talking about, but it's probably better if they stay in the dark uh, and just live with the mystery. Yes. Of of poop, uh, the poopy mystery. But uh, <laughs> like another kind of cameo that I guess was made to attract people is is Courtney Kardashian, and I I didn't remember which one it was, uh, which of the Kardashians. But uh, since I'm I'm on the Wikipedia page, yeah. uh, it was Courtney Kardashian, uh, who is pretty well known in the online wellness makeup, you know, uh, cream kind of well known. Yeah, uh, thing she she's already pretty well known from the you know reality TV show, yeah, about the Kardashians. Uh, or what was it about? Like all about the Kardashians, or keeping up with the Kardashians? Or yes, keeping up with the Kardashians. And, yeah. uh, but she's pretty big in the whole, you know, skincare uh, thing. And uh, I guess like it was an interesting way. I think it's an interesting addition to just have that. I, I don't know if she actually plays. Oh no! So she does play a fictional character. I thought it would be interesting if she actually played herself. Uh, yeah, I thought that would that would have been funny, but uh, no. They so her character's name is Jessica Miles Torres, who sponsored Paget on social media, and uh, you know, I yeah. guess like she she's sort of like a looming presence, but not too much. And uh, it, it's interesting how uh, it's I guess like it's it's a general it's more of a general statement on American society that. Uh, kids are becoming influencers essentially to pay their their way through college yeah um, which is a big thing in this because she's not like oh i lost all my followers but it's also like i'm losing my fellowship and why am i whatever yeah and then uh, i guess like one of the most soppy or soapy or you know uh, i guess like um, uh, romantic points in the movie is uh, where addison ray is like I, I lost everything but i don't want to lose your brother and uh you know <laughs> which i mean they, they had to have that line and also there's a whole thing about you know uh cameron tanner buchanan's Cameroon. character uh you know being a photographer but he also teaches people how to ride horses because he likes horses okay. and uh there's a whole like poopy scene as well where, <laughs> where addison ray's character falls into horse shit and yeah. then she flicks some some shit in the guy's face and have you ever seen um not another teen movie uh no that was like a parody of like 90s teen movies which actually ended up having a lot of big actors mm-hmm. that people that became big later like um mm-hmm. chris evans was like the jerk jock guy or like he was basically like the jock character from she's all that yeah that that was his that that was his character for like half of the movies he did before captain america essentially yeah i don't know who saw him as who looked at him and said you can play like a like a strappy boy scout type because like everyone he played before was like pretty i don't know snarky people at marvel probably thought differently but yeah i think because like who was who else was in the running? I think John Krasinski was in the running. Matthew for McConaughey. Captain America. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I think they 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 made the right decision. Like you can't, I can't imagine anyone else playing Captain America. Same thing for Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. But uh, I mean, talking about you know casting, I think like you know I, I didn't know who Addison Ray was before this movie. Uh, he's all that, and apparently she's like a TikTok 
phenomenon or something. I think this is her and, first uh, movie. She actually wasn't that she's bad. She's pretty good. For like she's an pretty actress. good. I was like, huh. No, no, she was pretty good. Pretty good. Think, well, she, she's essentially playing a version of herself, I guess, you know, like an influencer and talking to the camera. Like she's used to all that. But then like all the emotional parts, all the... Uh, uh, I think some of some of the kind of I think the one scene where I thought this kind of came out of nowhere in terms of like emotional emotionality and crying is when uh, Cameron's little sister goes to consent to go to prom and uh, win uh, Addison Ray's character back essentially or not win her back but you know reconcile because like she wants to be with him and he's pissed off at her because he uh, feels like he was used. And uh, you know it was all about a bet, and it's not about me. And you know what? You know that was a good use of the, the one. It's not about them. <laughs> yeah, that was a good use of the one PG thirteen. Uh, fuck that you're allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I didn't oh, like yeah. the the. Oh, right. <laughs> but it's just like uh, so, so I just wanted to finish my thought about you know the the sister so strong. Like yeah, I feel like I have you back again. I thought I I was like. I once you're in it, I was like, okay, I get it. But then I was like, why? Where is this going? Yeah. You know, <laughs> where is this going? And uh, but I mean, thing is, like, it is what it is. I I wanted, I really wanted to hate this movie, but I actually like it, and I liked the most of the actors are are pretty, you know, good. But then it's it's also this isn't an Oscar movie for sure. I think that there are a lot of things that felt a bit over the top to me, like uh, uh, Alden, uh, the uh, villain of this piece, uh, when she confronts, uh, uh, what's her name? Paget. you know, it says I'm running for prom, prom queen or homecoming queen or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And then she oh, sort of America. like snaps her fingers and a group of girls go like, yeah, we're all going to vote for Alden. And I was like, uh, this is, you know, kill me now. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> that, that was the one kill me now moment. I think that uh, I was like, why? I don't know why, but I could actually <laughs> see that happening for some reason. I know. Like, I know. Like, thing, like, yes. Because like, of I, movies like this. No, the thing I like about the tone of the movie is that (laughs) I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me, but all the conversations and the whole tone of the movie is a little like awkward, but it's weird because it actually matches how people talk nowadays, more like late 2010s and stuff. Because in the 90s teen movies, these always talked harsh like you're gonna go to the party. Fuck yeah, boobs. Yeah. And like now it's like every it, it's there's a it sounds like they're tiptoeing a lot like when they talk or yeah. like they're like here are my followers and the followers are here hey and it's like Hello. that's just do you like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a limerick <laughs> you want to hear a limerick by the way uh, justice for jonathan Wu. for him they did him dirty that was my favorite guy <laughs> fuck everybody love you jonathan dude why did you have to set him on fire? Come on. I don't know, but <laughs> Why? I love that. Guy. <laughs> I wanted him to win prom king so bad. <sighs> yeah. But, but um, I mean, yeah, I, I think the, the, uh, the goth girl uh, was the, the unsung hero of this movie, but she does get what, you know, she does get her due by the end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she becomes the prom queen, yeah. which I thought that was pretty cool. You know, it's like get the goth girl to win. And then when uh, the uh, boy toy, whatever his name is, uh, Jordan, 
uh, Van Drannen. Um, he he's always he's always on the hunt, man. Like he always wants to bone everything that moves, and uh, <laughs> and also I guess like the whole scene between him and uh, uh, Cameron's little sister seems like you know a, a felony waiting to happen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, so the, you know the guy it's pretty well established from the beginning that he's an asshole and then the movie keeps you know hammering the same nails yeah. and like this guy's an asshole like you thought he have was you, redeemable perhaps wait, i forgot not. have you ever seen um malibu's most wanted the jamie, uh, no. the jamie no. kennedy movie where he plays like a hip-hop like poser and stuff and yeah. that was the whole joke of the movie was that like he's from malibu and he's rich but he like acts like that when I yeah. see movies like this, I realize that that movie couldn't exist now because that's just what that's just reality. That's just what that's you just do. Life. That's just like <laughs> part of how people act. It's not like they're acting like, you know, like hip hop videos. That's literally just what you think you are. Yeah. It's like and you have people yeah. like Chet Hanks now, like Tom Hanks and stuff. So when I see mm. JVD, I'm kind of like it's like I I want to say oh, cheesy. Shit, and I forgot. That's what they call him, JVD. J- oh God, I'm actually calling him by that, that name. Oh, JVD. Fuck. Why am I actually calling him that? But like, I don't know. I think you love this movie too much. We're gonna have to say it to rehab, man. <laughs> but it's weird. No more like, romantic movies for you. He was uh, really like, yeah, what's up? And so everyone was like, no this is just what movies. you. Yeah. This is just what, what what I don't know, and, and it's like um. What are they saying? Oh, yeah. And about like Courtney Kardashian's character, how like it's like I, I, I like that. Like in movies now, they're starting to catch on to like how corporate talk sounds now. Yeah. In older movies, you would. It sounds very realistic. Yeah. In older movies, it would be like really straightforward now. Right. And I thought I was like the only one that kind of noticed it from like working at agencies and stuff. But like corporate talk is a lot more like passive aggressive and a lot of like love mm. ya. It's like, could you, it, it's like, it would be nice if please, you know, that video just went away. Thank you. And it's like, yeah, they kind of passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And they kind of like play on that in this movie. That was the one thing I really enjoyed that the fact that like Courtney Kardashian was like passive yeah. aggressive as shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've been on calls about influencers where, uh, you know, someone will say, well, you'll be comparing like two influencers and one has like, I don't know, 260K and the other one has like 150 or 170K or something like that. Yeah. And then you'll have someone's like, well, you know, like the other influencer, like they don't have any influencers and like they still have 170K man and or lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and, and then it's, it's, it's so like dismissive yeah <laughs> and and sort of like well we don't give a shit about them because like they have a hundred you know maybe 50k less followers yeah. than this one so you're like uh i mean i get the logic and i and things like strategically speaking of course like from the yeah. market you know marketing standpoint like you're gonna get you're gonna you want your if you're working with with influencers you want them to have like the highest number possible yeah. and if you're gonna have one who's like you know 101 thousand and the other one is like a hundred thousand you're still going to go with the hundred and one thousand you know it's it's i bet this uh, is how the meeting went it would be really nice if you know (laughs) please we could possibly unuse you know i don't want to use negative language like un well thing is that's what they'll (laughs) say in public that's what they'll say when they're talking to someone outside but then when they're talking to people inside and you know you're in the safe 
cocoon of the agency yeah. uh, or the company, they'll be like, yeah, you know, like let's, let's forget about this one, you know, because like they don't have enough followers and uh, you know, it's, it's a uh, thing is I, I'm trying to be as, as uh, nice about my examples as possible, but yeah. you know, imagine a worse version of what I said. And that's like reality, what actually happens, but it, yeah. it's, it's uh, cause I can't remember exactly what they said and it sounded very snarky to me, yeah. but, uh, but that's another thing. I, I mean, I, I get like, you know, I, I find that in agencies, people s- swear a lot more than if you worked like in corporate or something, which is, is kind of liberating, you know, I don't know. The whole thing is like, sometimes someone will piss you off. It's like, Oh, you know, fuck, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't done that, but I've heard some colleagues do that. I was like, Oh, but you know, like, like this, we're not reinventing the fucking wheel here, you know? <laughs> Something I noticed, like, when, I noticed but like, like if there's times of tension, it's yeah, like yeah. there's less yelling now and there's more like, you know, we don't want to, you know, start from that, you know? <laughs> yeah. We don't want to redo, yeah. re-spin our tools or re-spin our wheels. But I think maybe if we're just mindful, it's like, <laughs> it's I don't like know, 10 maybe minutes it, of maybe bullshit. You work in New York. Instead of saying, that, thing is yeah. like, instead of saying, fuck you, we're not going to do that. Uh, it's like 10 minutes of bullshit of trying to go around the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, uh, subject, which is, well, thing is like, you can't just tell people to go fuck themselves, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, there, there is a more, I feel like there's a happy medium somewhere where you can be honest, but not an asshole. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and also like, um, you know, I, th- you know, very rarely, and I've been very lucky with this, we're very rarely do I deal with people who are passive aggressive. And, yeah. and although it is, it does happen, but, you know, usually people are actually honestly trying to do the best they, they can yeah. against, you know, impossible uh, client odds, uh, <laughs> client related <laughs> odds, yeah. but it's, it's, uh, you know, but but thing is like that jargon speak of just being kind of, you know, you treat influencers according to their numbers and not because they're people. Yeah. You know, like that that's the kind of disconnect or lack of empathy that is kind of disheartening. You know, and that, I... <laughs> yeah, that, that's in the movie. I mean, you know, yeah. like Kim uh, Courtney Kardashian is sort of like, well, you know, would you mind um getting your numbers up? Because like, you know. Uh, yeah. We won't, we only want to do business with people. Like you understand with people who have like a million followers, you understand that, right? Yeah. You know, it's a business thing. Like we're, you know, they're, yeah. they'll, they'll tell the whole shtick and they're like, yeah, but you know, we've been working for like a year. Doesn't that count for something? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Bye-bye college fund. And um, uh, it's, it's, yeah, that's uh, scary it's pretty brutal, like, right? Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Depending on that for college, but like, um, what was i gonna say yeah like um i i uh i I shocked you with my with my agency talk no probably (laughs) 10 people have have we've just lost uh all of our listeners because of agency talk hey you guys want to know how this influencer world actually works we've been in it so just then you know i mean we we, we i I haven't been an influencer but i've had to work with some (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, because that's like everybody we hire now for like everything. It's like yeah. I saw this meme uh, on Instagram today that was that showed a list of people that got invited to I think it was the Met Gala this year. I think there mm-hmm. was one this year, but it Did, was like that happened. 
Did that? It was it was a gala of some sort. I'm I'm guessing it was the Met Gala or virtual Met Gala. I don't know. I guess. But it it had a picture of James Charles in a dress, and then the the text at the top said like, "I didn't know this was a list for the gala. I thought it was for the Kids Choice Awards." <laughs> so when I looked at the list, I was like, "Yeah, you're you're right. This is like literally all influence." I don't know. It's like I. I don't know why, but I don't feel the impact of how big influencers really took over. I feel like I have this weird devotion to like, you know, like movies and TV shows, just like old stuff that, but yeah. it's like, we're, when it comes to fashion. influence, yeah, no, when it, when it comes to, <laughs> it's like, you, nobody's really influenced by that anymore. If that makes any sense. Like you don't really watch movies and think, Hey, I saw blank blank or somebody wear something in a movie. I'm gonna wear that yeah. too. It's like you 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 get your junk food from social media, and it's like this is um, well, yeah. It's it's sort of like now. Well, now it's just like you know little snippets of things. It, it might not necessarily be one influencer, but you might follow the same uh, people online, and they'll be, hey, do you see what you posted? It was like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, or you'll just see the same, you know, guy, uh, for example, you know, the the skateboard guy who was drinking soda and singing uh, Fleetwood Mac songs. Dude, you know, I still like, can't believe that how big that song got last year. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're actually saying that, um, like, older um, musicians, I actually read this article from, I, I, don't, I think it was before 2020, but it was talking about how, like, uh, One Republic, the band they're saying they're, mm -hmm. there's stiff competition from like older musicians now like oh, really? it's like that's a consistent thing that's happening that's with like a fleet when max song all of a sudden like beating out a bunch of new artists or like well you know i i think that there's depending on the band like depending on any of the new bands that come out or new artists uh that, that come out i feel like I keep going back to those old bands because I feel like they they were they sort of discovered new. I mean, I'm not saying that new bands aren't discovering new sounds and new styles, but yeah. it's sort of like it's it's part of that nostalgia, right? And and I find that there are a lot of new bands who try to redo old things, but yeah. they don't do it as well as the old bands yeah. did. Like Bruno because, Mars whole shtick. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Continue. What? Sorry. No, I, I finished. I'm done. Oh, um, man. This is, this is weird without video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. You can't see my, my, my lips flap about, uh, you know, go like, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing with the, with the mic. I'm playing with Michael with the mic, with the mic, microphone, Mike, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is me on a Sunday night, uh, you know, lacking uh, fluids. Yeah, I should have some water. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing was uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. their new album is like explicitly mm -hmm. like a take on 70s sound. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying you're right. But yeah, like, I don't know. He's All That was totally, uh, oh, oh, did you catch um, Bobby Lawrence's uh, Cobra Kai moment? His what? His Cobra Kai moment. Yes, he... <laughs> yes. The uh, Johnny Wang, uh, yeah. <laughs> fight choreography. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Uh, I think they they had to put that in there, and maybe maybe it was already in the script, and they were like, yeah, he fights, and then he's a big uh, you know kung fu movie fan or something, or or maybe they just added that in 
because they they either they chose Tanner Buchanan because of the fight or they put that fight in because of Tanner Buchanan. But I, yeah. I'm not sure which, you know, it's it's a sort of chicken and egg conundrum, you know, yeah. but, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I think they uh it, like Netflix, they, they just keep reusing their actors. And I and I think it's probably because they, they already have them under contract and they're like, well, we know through this through our algorithm we know that this movie will work with you know like the you know these two actors and this uh this you know cast and this director and whatever and they'll be like oh yeah we'll we'll use those guys and um yeah it seems like uh you know it's 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 kind of like how old um you know studios used to work or old even like music labels used to work they had a collection of artists and they they sort of mixed and matched and you knew that like an MGM movie would have like this collection of actors in, in it and, and, uh, or not. And, yeah. uh, like the, the studio used to own the actors. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's not the case. I don't think it's the case, like, you know, business wise that they actually own these actors, but it's sort of like, they, they seem to be, uh, I guess it's sort of like if you, if you star in a Netflix movie yeah. or a TV show, chances are you're going to, or if you've acted in one of these movies or TV shows, chances are you're going to work in another one Yeah, and another one. If, well, if people like, like you, <laughs> well, like most movies now, like do they go in knowing they're going to be a Netflix movie? Like he's all that. It was made by Miramax. Yeah. But did they know that it was going to go um, to Netflix or like Vivo? That's a good question. I'm like, good... did Sony intend to put that on Netflix? I know it's like, I don't know. Yeah, because apparently it did debut August, like debuted in theaters. No, had a world premiere in Newhouse in Hollywood, and then it debuted on Netflix two days later. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was a Miramax project, but I'm not sure how they switched to Netflix. But maybe it was a COVID-related thing. Um, I don't know, but uh, Miramax titled. Just Netflix on Miramax, perhaps? No. <laughs> oh, it's owned, oh, no. Yeah, no. Miramax is Viacom. owned by Viacom and this other company, BN Media Group. So it's strange that they didn't put this on like Paramount Plus since it's owned by Paramount Pictures, Viacom. Yeah. There, there's still strange. like a lot of like deals, oh, I think, that are hanging. Yeah. Like the fact that they still have to make the um last airbender uh live action show on netflix they still have to release a few disney things or keep a few disney things on netflix before so it's like i don't know how the deals work but it just feels like you know a lot of what's on netflix that's from other people are from like hanging deals that basically keeps them there yeah you know well you know maybe they were like hey you know you can use tanner buchanan but you have to put our movie, your movie on Netflix, yeah. you know, <laughs> because like maybe, maybe it was a special thing because like they, they wanted him, they wanted to take him away from the Cobra Kai shoot or something yeah. <laughs> like only if it's on Netflix. Uh, I don't know. It might be the, you know, this is just me imagining things. It's not reality, but uh, you know, for you guys out there who, who, who take my word to the letter and believe that whatever I say is true. I'll eat you in San like, Jose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is probably, you know, fi- probably not true 50% of the time. Uh, 
<laughs> or maybe more. Or am I saying the truth right now? You don't know. Uh, but uh, I mean, what what else can we say about this movie? I think. Oh, did I say? Did I talk about the horses? Yeah. And about that moment about arriving on a horse at the end of the movie. I <laughs> the hate only that. I reason like... the only reason he's a horse master, or whatever you know, horse teacher, yeah. you know, like a horse riding instructor. Yeah. Uh, is to have that moment at the end where he rides in on a horse. Yeah. Uh, but they do bring it back to reality a little bit by saying that, well, I wasn't going to ride the horse on the 405. Uh, so, you know, that's why there's like a horse trailer somewhere in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably would have fucked up that horse's legs. I mean, <laughs> if you okay. run a concrete. I feel trailer. like if they had like a higher budget and if this movie came out longer, like a few decades ago, he would have mm. just been riding on the yeah. horse on the oh, definitely <laughs> he would have been riding on a horse like you know hitting his head through trees because like he's too high up yeah and like i'm coming uh paget and <laughs> and uh yeah i mean uh oh yeah matthew Lillard's uh Lillard's great dance at the end i think yeah. was a highlight for me because uh, I think that's the only thing he sort of did in the first movie, right? Is being being an asshole and dancing. Yeah. Uh, and in this movie, he's also being an asshole, but like we kind of like him more because he's dissing all the yeah. internet uh, Gen Xers out there. Uh, no, Gen yeah. Zers. Sorry, I'm mixing up my generations here. <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently, the new generation is called Gen Alpha or something. Oh, after Gen letters. Z. Yeah, because you ran out of letters, and uh, all the kids were born after the year two thousand. Let's say in the twenty, in the two in the two thousands and twenty tens, I guess, or Gen Alpha. Yeah, uh, man, I I don't want to be replaced by Gen Alpha, man. They sound like alpha dogs. It's just like nah, Gen Alpha. That's why it's gonna... new and improved. <laughs> it is changing so much, but it's like <laughs> I don't know. Improved. We will shape them into, uh, you know, uh, good uh, citizens of the yeah. world. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So like, yeah, I guess like for me, for he's all that. If like, there's one more thing I can say about it is that he's. Uh, it's, he's not all that. No. He's not. He's really not. Okay. He's really not. He's really not. Okay, guys. He's not. He's not. Okay, we're done. We're done with this we're shit. Done. Fuck this shit. He's all that. <laughs> no, but no, but like the there thing can is, be is only like, one. No. I'm all that. You're not. Be, I'm all that. I'm everything you're there not. Can only be one. All that I'm person. No, all that guy. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, though this movie is like. It's of course it's not like the greatest movie in the world. Doesn't doesn't try to be, but if you're gonna make a remake of like an older, more niche classic, like mm -hmm. she's all that, this is how you do it. This is probably yeah. one of like the better remakes that I've seen. And part of it is because other than the basic premise, it really didn't like exactly follow she's all that. They took the basic premise, applied it to how people would probably interact, like especially teenagers in like the 2010s mm -hmm. or early 2020s, and like kind of said that. And to me, that's that's how you have to do a remake. Just take the basic premise and like make people organically now like revolve around it rather than just trying to do like a like a 
was it scene by scene kind of yeah. take? Are, are you listening, J.J. Abrams? Are you listening? Are you? <laughs> yeah, this Star was, Wars. Oh, God. Nope. Not like how The Force Awakens. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah. yeah. Beat for beat. Uh, beat for more beat. More or less. Yes. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. It's not my least. It's it, it's not my least favorite, I have to say. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, I, mean, I enjoyed I thought- all the Star Wars movies. To be honest with, with I did not with enjoy the Rise of Skywalker. That didn't the Rise. I Skywalker. There's one Star Wars movie I had to say get rid of this. It would it would be the Rise of Skywalker. Well, it's it's sort of like you know they they took they kind of took a shit. That movie took a shit on Last Jedi and Force Awakens in a way, and I guess it, it's sort of like shit over everything. Uh, I think they they try to do a bit too much of they they tried to be an end of the trilogy and an end of the whole Skywalker yeah. saga, which you know I don't think they should have. I don't think that was the right way to go. They should have just said we're going to lock up this trilogy, and you know that there's going to be another trilogy coming on at some other point. Why does it have to be a Skywalker saga? Just you know, just. Uh, have those be like a uh, Star Wars, you know? No, I thought that was the whole point of the the sequel trilogy was to like end the Skywalker saga so that you can it, move on to like more universe, already. more universe already. things. I, mean, I don't know. You know, <laughs> so you had Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he he redeems his dad. Yeah, uh, that that sort of the that, that was a good end, and it's then. Kind of, yeah. You know, maybe they could have had like, you know, Luke sacrificing himself uh, in another way, maybe at the end of of uh, the trilogy. And that would be the end. And they'd be yeah. like, oh, well, no more Skywalkers now. But then Rey is a Skywalker now because apparently when uh, Kylo Ren or I guess Ben Solo uh, gave his life to save her, uh, they kind of fused their uh, force together or something. And they're kind of like a two people in one body or something apparently yeah. that's that's what I, they're talking about now which is kind of confusing <laughs> but um, imagine if that happened and he's all that you know fused in the same body they fuse in the same body with uh you know and then like the horse is like well who's who's like I, and the horse can read thoughts and he's like what's going on yeah are they the same person now it's like one half addison ray one half uh tanner buchanan and uh, actually, no, I would like to see the extra douchey mix up of Alden and uh, Jordan Van Drennan, JVD. Uh, JVD and, uh, for... <laughs> that, that would be like the emperor, uh, you know, sucking up all that energy from the dyad. Yes. And, uh, whatever that was. And, uh, <laughs> and becoming an uber powerful douche. And that would be the, the same thing, essentially. Essentially, you know. Essentially, essentially, <laughs> oh, man. not really. This is all bullshit, but uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I again, I did not expect to enjoy this movie. I actually liked it. I got goosebumps at the end when they're all dancing. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and the whole like, but I do feel like that whole dance number was a way to add like 10 minutes to the movie where like the writer was like, well. I don't know what to write here. So let's just have them dance. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, two shit, you know, kudos, kudos to, uh, to that. 
And uh, yeah, that's 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 all that's all I have. That's all I have. If I'd hated this movie, I would have like talked about it for like two hours. Yeah, but, uh, it's, I, uh, I was prepared to do a back to back like hate fest of he's all that and Twilight. But now mm -hmm. there's only one of those movies I hate in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Twilight. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the beginning, we were going to talk about Twilight this week, but then um, he's all that showed up and we're like, oh, well, you know, let's let's take a look at this. But like Twilight is is still. Uh, and, and this was my first time watching Twilight, by the way. Pretty mm. bad. Oh, Pretty yeah. Bad. We got to go. But, gotta go uh, into that. That'll be a subject for another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever it trends again, because it comes back. Yes, we'll get it's, to that eventually. It's like the emperor it just comes back for no reason. Just comes back for no reason. And, uh, you know, shows up in more more movies than, uh, than, than it should, you know. But, uh, oh, hot take. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put like dropping those hot coals. I want to put, put like a on... pathetic little grill sound at the end. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, yeah, or just like a tumbleweed, just the sound of the wind blowing on a tumbleweed and just being like crickets. And uh, yeah, but we'll talk about Twilight and uh, the shiny Edward, who doesn't shine all the time for some reason. If he shines when he's in the sun or you know sunlight, is it like the morning dew? Is it does he just shine like that when there's like dew and you know there's like humidity <laughs> in the air? And... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why? <laughs> well, he just spark. So he doesn't sparkle because he's a vampire. He sparkles because there's like. Does he like react? Humidity. Is he a plant? Is he? Is he a is, plant? Is Robert? <laughs> well, because he's a not because he's cold, right? So like he, he, he probably yeah. he doesn't have any body heat to you know uh, make the water evaporate. So he's just very cold, and uh, like the you know so so like all this humidity lands on him, and then in the sun he 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 shines like the morning dew on grass, and and uh, I think I just cracked it. I just I just uh, fixed a pothole, guys. You're, you're, <laughs> in a franchise welcome. that I never had any interest <laughs> that you're now devoted following. to. I was not <laughs> devoted to in any way. I had no interest in seeing these unless uh, except to uh, criticize them. Yep. Uh, By the way, I did not know one Team Edward person like when it was a thing. Everybody was Team Jacob. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know anybody that was like. Oh yeah, you haven't you haven't seen the second one yet when he just like ripped I've, out of nowhere. Uh, I mean, I've I've seen uh, I've seen Lana. the trailers, I've seen the 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 uh, you know critic you know the critical review videos on on YouTube, and also uh, sponsored by movie. Uh, no, I, I did see, <laughs> I I saw one of the lines. that was probably one of the best lines, but badly uh, you know performed. I guess it's just, you know, they're, they're in a tent. I'm not sure if it's in the second one or a third one, cause I haven't seen those yet, <clears throat> but like they're in a tent or something. And, uh, it's like Jacob, Edward and Bella and Bella's like dying from the cold because like, she's just like a normal human being. And, um, you know, Edward is cold, so he can't warm her up. So the only one who can warm her up is Jacob because like, he's a werewolf and, you know, werewolves are still technically alive. Um, so like, and he says, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, he says something like, well, I'm harder than you are. <laughs> he says that to Edward. And I was like, that would have been funny if, if it were said by a more comedic, I guess. Well, because I, I don't know, I've seen like, I, I can't remember the, the actor, who, uh, you know, uh, the guy who plays Jacob, I can't remember his name, but I've seen him in another movie and he was pretty funny. So I'm guessing it's just like the whole direction, the whole movie itself. I didn't know what they were going for, but I guess like he could have just had like a little twinkle, like, you know, oh, I know what I just said, you know? Yeah. It's like not a little the MCU. They didn't give like him a little. Like not a serious. Yeah. They didn't do the Chris like Hemsworth little, thing where they yeah. just give him a little like comedic nudge. Cause it's like, Oh, he's kind of funny. Yeah. It's like, nah, you're no, it was nah. sort of like, he said something so like he said it in such a serious way that like, you know, he, he actually thinks he didn't say it in the comedic way, although we're all yeah. thinking it. And what makes it funny is that like he did it, like if he did it intentionally, just like as a dig, you know, yeah. uh, instead of just being like, well, you know, you're, you're undead and you're cold and I'm hot because like I have a beating heart or something. And, uh, you know, and that's why I'm hotter than, than you are. <laughs> and, I mean, it could have been just like a funny thing. Cause like he, he could have had a bit more personality, which I think is, is a big problem in the 20 movies. Like no one has a personality. Um, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's just like i don't know they're it's kind of they're all kind of like zombies and they don't have like emotions except for uh being turned on and being i guess like depressed and sad and morose and being i don't know like grungy <laughs> this is like 90s seattle or something you know <laughs> like everything sucks and uh you know, except I'm for because I'm Batman. Except I will for be, I will be Batman. Except for Jacob's rock and hard body, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going back to my buttery voice. But um, it's because uh, I know you all love it. And I guess d- does this bring our episode to a close? Yes, Butterf. Where can yes. you find us? You guys can find us on so many podcasting platforms, like. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Oh, I love me some Spotify. <laughs> you can also <laughs> you can also listen to us on many other platforms such as Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, I think, I'm not sure, but I think we're on Pandora. And uh, Bullhorn, Overcast, all those places. If you can't find us, I would be really surprised if you actually didn't find us. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at What We Binge. That's at What We Binge on Instagram and Facebook. Please give us a thumbs up, a, a rating, five stars, or whatever stars you think we deserve, and also some some reviews. But five stars would be really helpful. And uh, I'm I'm trying I'm starting to revert to normal Raf in my sales pitchy voice. But uh, let's go back to Butter Raf. And uh, that's that's it for me. Butter Michael, how are you doing? <laughs> Butter Mark, doing Butter good. Mike. Butter Mike, uh, uh, I'm going to talk into my microphone and say peace. Whoa, oh, whoa, hold on. Whoa, whoa.